Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your logging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Hey guys, John Rapp. It's Takeover Tuesday. Let's do this. Welcome to a special edition of the Rusty Hook Podcast, streaming live on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. One hour of straight talk regarding tournament news, angler profiles, gear reviews, and more. Now let's get our show started by joining with John Rapp, our host. All right, guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. I'm John Rapp. And I'm here on the Paddle and Fin media page. Got a really good show for you guys tonight. So if you were checking in when we began the show, today we're going to talk about fishing some tournaments and rookie mistakes. I've got Brian Hughes coming on to talk about his very first tournament. And then as well, I'm going to do some angler profiles of some of our ladies from around the nation that I've interviewed. It's great that we have a sport where we can include everybody, get everybody out on the water. So let's do this. Let's do our first angler profile. We're going to bring on a miss. Uh, let's start off with Heather Swindler. I believe she's originally from Maine, but now in Arkansas. My favorite body of water is a small pond up in Old Town, Maine called Mud Pond. That's where I've spent countless hours learning how to bass fish and learning new techniques. It has both large and small mouth and it's got some pretty good size to the fish being that the lake is only around 500 acres. My most favorite technique for bass fishing has got to be the spinnerbait. I have caught all my personal best bass on the spinnerbait and it always produces for me any kind of water, um, wind conditions. I just, I have really good luck with the spinnerbait. My favorite person to fish with is my daughter Juno. It doesn't matter if we're plunking worms from the bank or going out in the kayak. She absolutely loves fishing just as much as I do. My least favorite technique is drop shot. I have no luck with drop shot. I have no patience for drop shot and uh, it just I don't know, it's just something I can't get into.
The anglers that I like to follow the most are the ones on the Old Town fishing team. Um, I've been an Old Town pro staff since um, the end of 2019 and I couldn't ask for a better group of people. They're very helpful whether it's questions with the boat or questions about techniques. Um, it's always such a great time to get together with them so I'm pretty partial to everyone on the team. I've been fishing my whole life, um, both from boats and from the bank. I started kayaking in about 2016, and I started competing in, in kayak tournaments in 2017. My biggest accomplishment so far in my fishing career is um, earning my qualification and then fishing in the very first Bass Nation Kayak Series Championship down in Possum Kingdom in 2021. I unfortunately got skunked during the event, but it was such a phenomenal experience that I wouldn't trade it for anything. All right, we're back. So, sorry about the delay there. Again, I wanted to talk to you guys, you tournament rookies out there, a little bit about some mistakes that you need to look at, some things that you might want to watch for when you are taking on or getting ready to take your first tournament event on. So, basically, you need to think about weather conditions. You need to know the layout of the lake, ramp locations, know your gear, prepare your gear, uh, pack your gear, baits, lures, um, refreshments, things like that. So we're going to talk about that. And also you need to have a good routine practiced <clears throat> because Tournament fishing isn't about catching fish. It's about being able to score the fish that you catch. So I got a video queued up here I want to show you guys of a mistake that I made several years back. Um, that, well, I actually, I made this was in pre-fishing. And so I use this as a, as a, as a, a way to teach other people years ago. The mistakes that I made, <clears throat> but during the tournament, I caught a 20 inch fish. And when I took the photograph, I was wearing an identifier. It was one of those bands around my wrist. So when I placed my hand on the fish, you would see the band. But at the time I caught it early in the morning, I had a hoodie on. And when I took the photograph, I did not pay attention. And my sleeve covered it so make sure you pay attention to little things like that be prepared so let's go to this video here and i'll show you uh what it is hey make sure you like subscribe comment um and follow the show follow here at paddle and fin network and make sure you follow my page at rusty hook kayak fishing podcast so 
let me pull up this page here and we're gonna we're gonna roll some video take what you can and I, I I highlighted some of my mistakes in the video for you guys to see Right there's one of the mistakes that I make. That actually should have scored it right like that, but then right there I moved it up. Mistake. Should have had my camera out before I brought the fish up. So as you saw right there, I made a nice catch, decent fish. Some of the tournament aspects that I learned from that was one, that fish was still pretty lively. So one of the things that I should have done was take that fish, put it on some fish grips and put it back in the water. Make sure I have everything ready on my lap. You know, have your phone out, have your camera app already on. So that way, when you bring that fish in and you place it on the board, all you have to do is make sure that fish is smoothed out, its mouth is completely closed, grab your camera and snap the photograph. So, simple mistake that I made there by putting it on my lap, instead of keeping it down in the gunnels between the gunnels of the boat, that way, when it did flop up like that, it wouldn't have the momentum to flop out into the water. Anyway, that's the mistake I made. I think what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick little break, and then I'm going to dial up Brian. Brian Hughes from North Carolina. He just had his first tournament this past weekend. Now, Brian's a seasoned kayak angler. He's been fishing for several years. He's one of my teammates. He's on the Three Waters kayak fishing team, pro staff with Feel Free. Um, but he uh, decided to dabble in his first tournament down in North Carolina. He wrote up a nice report. If you want to go look at it, go look at Brian Hughes' personal page. 
Uh, and, it, and you can read all about his experience. But we're going to have him come on the show and get firsthand knowledge from where he failed to prepare. So stand by. Let's take a break, and then we'll call him up. Feel free kayaks. Paddle, pedal, or power. There's something for everyone. Do Bro Fishing. Manufactured and designed marine products, American-made plastics, and fishing gear. Westbrook Supply Company, Atlanta's best kayak company for all your paddling and fishing needs. Yak Gadget, American-made kayak fishing accessories and gear. Ace Adventure Resort, West Virginia's number one outdoor destination. Whitewater, ziplining, water park. All right, guys, hey, I just want to remind you that the subject of today's episode, season three, episode eight, was about tournament fishing and noobs. Not so much mistakes that new anglers make. So we want to try to learn a little bit from my mistakes and to get the perspective from Brian. Uh, who just had his first tournament in a kayak uh, happen, his first experience. And speaking of experiences, I want to remind you guys that the Paddle and Fin open at Del Hala is just a little more than 60 days, a little less than 60 days away. It's April 22nd and 23rd. It's a great event at Eastport Marina. You can go check it out here on Tourney X to find out the details. 100 bucks for a two-day event. That includes your big bass. It's got the rules. And as you can see, we've got several states already represented from New Hampshire, New York, Wisconsin, West Virginia, Illinois, and Ohio. And you West Virginia peeps, you guys definitely might want to try to join Greg Kupfer there because... If he's the only one that shows up, then he might be the only one that takes home that $200 bonus that I'm throwing in for you guys to come to this event. <clears throat> Trying to get my West Virginia peeps to show up like last year. We had eight of us go down, and three of the eight went home with a check. We also One guy was just out of the money by one place, and he went home with a brand new lithium battery. Great prizes, great event, great venue, world-class smallmouth fishing at Del Hala. I mean, you can't beat it. Eastport Marina. Take a look at their website. See where you can go. You can stay on the water at the houseboats. Or less than 10 minutes away, you can camp out up at the farm where we hold all of our event activities. So make sure you go check it out. All right, while I wait for Brian to get settled in and we redo an interview, just do another angler profile. And we're going to do Stephanie. Here we go.
few favorite fisheries. Um, one of them would be Lake Greeson in Daisy, Arkansas. And I also really like uh, Table Rock and Bull Shoals. And uh, for the river, I've always enjoyed going to Black River in Black River Village, New Mexico. That's where I grew up fishing. So we've always caught fish there and it's just a whole lot of fun. My favorite techniques are during the summertime I like to throw a crankbait and in the wintertime I like cracking a tube. fishing. Um, we haven't really done that in a very long time. I, that's what we grew up doing is fishing almost every weekend. Um, so that's just something that I would really enjoy being able to do again. I don't really have a least favorite technique because as long as it's catching me fish, then I'll use it. But I'd say one that I need to work on would probably be a jig bite. I've never caught a fish on a jig yet. Angler I admire the most. Do I really have to have just one? No, because I have multiple. Uh, Justin Kuhn, he's actually my boyfriend. He's the one that got me into kayak bass fishing tournaments. Um, Chris Smith and Mel Isaacs, uh, they've been a very big inspiration in my life. They've been super positive, super helpful, just been all around really good angler friends. And, um, I also admire Greg Blanchard. I watch his YouTube video a lot. I've learned so much from him. He's also always so positive and helpful to other people. And that's just the kind of light that I like to try to show on people also. I learned to fish whenever I was itty bitty. I grew up fishing, like I said, at Black River and also Brantley Lake. Um, I also grew up fishing at Stockton Lake whenever we'd come to visit from New Mexico. All right, so thank you, Stephanie Pennick from Missouri. We've shown uh, Stephanie now, and I believe Heather will have another profile to go, and then uh, that'll be Dottie from Tennessee. So let's take a quick break, and then maybe we'll bring on Dottie real quick before we get hooked up with Brian uh, to talk about his experiences. Feel free, kayaks. Paddle, pedal, or power. There's something for everyone. Dubro Fishing. Manufactured and designed marine products, American-made plastics, and fishing gear. Westbrook Supply Company. Atlanta's best kayak company for all your paddling and fishing needs. Yak Gadget. American-made kayak fishing accessories and gear. Ace Adventure Resort. West Virginia's number one outdoor destination, whitewater, ziplining, water park. I really appreciate all those fine companies for helping support me 
and this show and support my kayak fishing addiction. Really couldn't do it without you guys. So let's, let's bring on Dottie real quick. Dottie's from Tennessee, and let's hear how she got into fishing. In my early 20s, uh, my friends took me to a local lake, and I've been hooked on it ever since. My favorite technique is using a crankbait, the Spro Little John, and a bait caster and a favorite rod. Two of the anglers that I look up the most are Michael Doherty and Terry Arms, and they're part of our Watts Bar Kayak Fishing Group. My least favorite technique is a jerk bait. Um, I've not mastered it yet, and I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> My favorite or my most accomplished uh, fishing would be getting in a kayak and fishing in a group uh, with a bunch of people that enjoy kayak fishing and just having a good time. Amen. That would be going out with Jody Foster, getting her in a kayak and fishing with her. My favorite place to fish would be the Little Emery River in Harriman, Tennessee. If I disappear and you never find me, that's where I'll be. All right, guys. Hey, we're back. Take two of our interview with Brian Hughes. Got him on the line. We'll bring him on the show. Brian's from North Carolina. He is a seasoned fisherman, but he decided to break water into the tournament scene he's going to tell us about his experience if you haven't read his profile his that he wrote up on his profile on facebook i highly recommend you go take a look at his page and read and like and comment and give him tips tricks on kayak fishing tournaments because the, the man can fish i've seen these videos so let's bring on brian welcome to the show brian hughes Ah, how you doing? Glad you're having me. Good, buddy. I'm glad to have you. Glad take two is working well. Thanks for exactly. uh, jumping back on, man. So, hey, let's break this down. Tell me, when did you learn to fish? I started fishing five or six. I grew up in ponds in West Virginia. So, you know, fishing that way and uh, fished up until really, you know, just doing it recreational wise for years in about 2003 2004 i got into bass tournament fishing with a buddy of mine out towards the uh you know, east coast of north carolina and did that 
hard for about 10 years. You know, um, it, it was a regular, regular thing, uh, charity events, uh, a weekly event during the summer. I mean, late spring, summer and early fall. And so, you know, feel like I know what I'm doing when I'm on the water. Big difference in a bass boat and a kayak and in a tournament. I, I, I can tell you that right now. It's a big difference. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, so uh, North Carolina, West Virginia, all the places you've, you've ever been and fished, what is your favorite fishery? Your favorite uh, Favorite, favorite lakes. A uh, river would be the Limble River, this side of the state. Favorite lake would be uh, that I've been on and big bass would be Baden. It's over towards the east side of North Carolina. It's a lot of hydrilla. It's a, it's a deep lake, 300 feet on the deep end, but it's fed by many, many feeder creeks and it's just real grassy lake. And you know, that's spinner baits, frog, my favorite lake. I hear you, man. So getting into that topic, what is your favorite technique? Uh, spinner baits and uh, Texas rig, and then you know, last year, year and a half, really been the Ned rig. Which I hear you feel rocks. I feel like I'm feeling the bottom. I'm I'm somewhere where they're at. <laughs> I hear you, man. So, what is your least favorite technique then? Uh, crankbaits. Never, never really had a whole lot of luck with them. And so I've always kind of pushed them to the side. And, you know, and I read thing after thing and crankbait, crankbait. Had a lot of comments on, you know, my post, you know, about, you know, crankbaits, crankbaits, crankbaits. And I'm thinking that's not one of my favorite things to do. So I guess I'm going to have to open my eyes up to it and start learning how to do it and use it in my arsenal more. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Hey, so tell me. What anglers do you admire the most? Choose one pro or one kayak angler. Uh, kayak angler, uh, Drew Gregory. Uh, I just, early on watching his videos, that's been eight, nine years ago. Uh, his Hinton video, Smallmouth, you know, New River was just phenomenal. And it, it really made me want to go out and, and, and do it that way. And I, I feel like he's... Uh, the reason I started, you know, the chapter I'm in is chasing a dream. I want to kayak. I want to be, uh, you know, part of a team. And all, all, all that has happened. Well, that leads me to my next question. What is, do you believe uh, is one of your greatest accomplishments in fishing? Uh, be, being on on this team, you know, feel free, three waters. It's been a it's just been a true honor. I have met such amazing people. I mean, it's as you know, it, it's a family. I mean, it, it's just something I absolutely love doing, and that's why I decided, you know, we'll see how we th – this year is my tournament practice season. That's what I'm calling it. You know, it's I'm going to see how I do, what I do, what all I can fish, and, you know, who knows where the future will lead. Hey, I, I know where the future will lead. I, I see you there. So, hey, while I got you here now, um, I know you have a YouTube channel and, of course, Facebook. If you want to go ahead and plug those channels so people can come over and take a look at your videos that you've done over the past several years, uh, you know, go ahead and do it so we can get you maybe some more subscribers that way. Uh, absolutely. It's NC Yak Space Angler. And uh, 
929 subscribers as of yesterday. So we're pushing on that thousand mark. And you know, there's so many channels that start that don't ever get to that thousand mark. That's a, that's a hard number. And Heck I'm yeah. hoping this there. And yeah, um, that's all. NCA, all, all social media. I'm on all of it. And then of course my personal page, you know, Brian Hughes, which yeah, it's, it's kind of a mix of both. So I, you know, I accept a lot of friend requests of people who fish and all. So it's, May get rid of the NC Yak Angler Facebook page and just let it be, you know, on my page. I hadn't decided yet. Keeping up with two is a little difficult. It definitely can be, buddy. So, hey, let's get into uh, what you just did this past weekend. Now, I know you went out with a newer kayak fishing club down in your area. Tell us about that club and, and where y'all had your first tournament. It's uh, Foothills um, Kayak Bass and uh western north carolina first tournament you know, got a choice of three lakes which was lake hickory lake road hiss or lookout shoals and uh you know as long as you're checking in at the right ramps and all you know turning x knows where you're at at all times you know as long as you do what you're supposed to do it, it, it's a newer group I, I know a lot of them and uh just wanted to get into it one of my good friends he got into it he come out of a bass boat and got back into kayak bass fishing uh and i just was kind of challenged by him to, hey, man, you know, you need to get out here and fish with us. So that's why I did it. That's why I wanted to get out there and see what we could do. And really, you know, to, to beat him was my start. <laughs> awesome. I mean, hey, you got to have goals and beating your buddy is one of them. I, I, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, man, so uh, tell us about your tourney prep, what you did with your, your, your boat, how you set it up what you added to it, your your accessories, and lead us up to the, the morning of the tournament. Absolutely. Of course, anybody who watches any of my videos knows I'm not, no electronics. So I went electronics. I went, you know, uh, on a Max for DI down imaging, never used one. You know, it's about a 2015-16 model. Set it up. Of course, I've got Big Fish 103. I put my battery out in the front. In the Unitrack from Feel Free to... Uh, mount my fish finder on and have it over the side of the boat. I feel like for me, that was going to be the easiest instead of using the front, which I could have did. I could have mounted it. And, you, you know, the Big Fish 103 has got the bracket for your fish finder on the bottom, your sensor and all that. So, but that's how I set that up. I've got my yak crate in the back so I can carry, you know, my spare, spare uh, tackle with me that I, I might need during a tournament. Uh, didn't really go out and pre-fish. Uh, a lot of YouTube trying to figure it out. I had used fish finders on a bass boat, but that was years ago, and that was just 2D. That was your little fish swimming by at 15 feet or depth or whatever, you know. So that, that was really about it. So I got all of it set up. Rain was called for. So, of course, I going by Frog Talk's rain gear thinking, you know, be okay. The weather was supposed to be 55, 56 there towards the end. Slight chance of rain. Uh got to the land and it was overcast the the lake was like glass you know i'm thinking everything's going to be good and that, that's how we're going to start and about an hour into it mother nature decided that it was going to be 48 degrees and the rain was going to get worse and worse and it every everything went downhill from there as far as me trusting my fishing techniques what i knew trying to read down imaging that i've watched on youtube so uh my mental stability as far as where I needed to be was starting to, you know, go to the wayside quickly. 
I hear you. I hear you. So you went out and you fished. The weather was good when you started off. During the event, you encountered a little bit of problems. Yeah, weather. Uh, I started getting wet. Hands got cold. My feet got soaked. Uh, every time I pick up my arm, you know, to cast or whatever, the, the water was running down into my suit. It wasn't secure around my wrist, like it, it as tight as it needed to be. So I started getting wet, and then of course, you know, your morning coffee, and I'm thinking, Lord, I got to get somewhere and you know relieve myself, and that got on my mind. I'm cold. I'm wet. I'm in a densely populated area, and everybody's you know having breakfast looking out your window at the lake and here I am trying to figure out what to do. So mentally, you know, I was, I was starting to fail myself. You know, I feel like I'm a pretty great fisherman in my own mind. And, you know, I can handle weather. I grew up in West Virginia, was stationed in the Air Force in Maine. So snow, cold, no big deal. But it was just a mix of everything, you know. And uh, my techniques that I'm used to, I wasn't really using. I was trying to use down imaging, trying to walk ledges, trying this, trying that. And so, you know, the head game got me. And uh, about three hours in is when I did the, uh, from what I'm learning real quick is the the thing that you don't want to do. And I looked at the leaderboard and, you know, the leader is already 50 some inches. He's already called, you know, we had a three fish limit, but he's already called two. So that's five fish in three hours. And I hadn't even had a nibble. And uh, so that's when I, I gave up on myself. Honestly, uh, you know, I gave up on what I knew, uh, what I should do, and I yeah, wasn't as prepared mentally as I should have been, you know, for the situation, the weather, uh, the the defeat feeling, you know, three hours in, no bite, and I'm seeing that, and 50-some inches, and I'm thinking, good Lord, what am I out here doing? The only thing I was in was my Big Fish 103, you know. I was comfortable, besides being cold and wet, at least, you know, my setting situation was good. Yeah, I was going to say, on top of being miserable because you got wet and, and temperature's not warming up quite as fast as you were expecting. So, yeah, um, let me make sure this is muted so we don't get blown up again. Okay, so uh, your techniques, you said that you were, it started off, you were trying to fish deep ledges. And when we, we spoke earlier, you were talking about that you would have wished you would have went with your instinct techniques that you'd done years on those lakes instead of trying to video game fish um, using techniques that you'd picked up from YouTube with your new sonar. Correct. I, I, and I think I was wasting, wasting a lot of time fishing, you know, by by looking at that constantly and, you know, trying to paddle out and find the ledge and get back so I could walk, you know, my Texas rig up the ledge and uh, things like that instead of just keeping my head to where I needed to go and just, you know, beat the rocks, beat the points, uh, find some lay downs. Uh, you know, when you go into an inlet, you know, that you're going to have a 20, 25 foot center, just different things like that, that I just, I, I let go to the wayside because I, I was trying to, you know, use this down imaging like everybody else does. The pros do. Everybody's got side scan, you know, live, you know, and I'm thinking, well, I can do this and this is how I'm going to fish. And I, I think the weather had me giving up on going and beating the banks, you know, using my own head, you know, the weather's been warm. The lake was 51 degrees, but the weather in the last couple of weeks has been 70, 80 degrees. And I noticed they're moving up, you know, I, I, I see 
people all over on Facebook, you know, holding up four big bass. And I'm thinking, you know, and, you know, they're baiting them shallow and caught them on a spinner bait. Just things that I knew to do, I didn't do because I was trying to get, and I guess in the mindset of I'm a tournament finisherman now, and I'm going to use these electronics and I'm going to go sit out here in the deep and I'm just going to find them stacked up and pull them in. And uh, mentally, I, I, I screwed myself for lack of a better word. <laughs> I, I guarantee you that your buddy is going to be feeling the pain the next several tournaments because you're going to be going with gut instinct and using the electronics as a secondary tool instead of the primary. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you just need one. And I realize that just one one bass would have, you know, gave you that sense of, okay, I've caught one, but, you know, three hours in and you've not caught anything and you're letting the, the cold and the rain get to you and like we spoke earlier rule of thumb i will not look at that leaderboard again yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go fish my game what i know to do and if i get bass i get them and that's how it's going to be but i, I don't want to feel like i'm chasing you know i hear you hear you loud and clear so for all the new rookies out there won't you give us like five pointers that you would say if you were to do your very first tournament, what would you do? What would you recommend to them to do? First of all, go out there knowing that it's an enjoyable thing. It's, it, you know, don't go out there thinking that you're going to win it. I mean, it could happen, but, you know, when, when you've got people out here that do this regularly and, you, you know, the man that won this one, Mr. Vane, he is uh, getting ready to go for the North Carolina Bass kayak nationals i mean he's he's phenomenal you know and it's what he does he just did the queen city tournament come in fourth or fifth out of 156 anglers i mean he's you know and he was on this lake and it's his home lake so go out there just your first time you know fun if you have electronics you know make sure it's something you know how to use be prepared for the weather because this time of year you don't know what's going to happen you know we could go from 70 degrees today to 40 degrees tomorrow in monsoons and so make sure that you dress warm enough you can always take clothes off but you can't put them back on and That's, i did just wait on 15 under. minutes right just wait 15 minutes the weather will change uh, absolutely uh, absolutely absolutely so but go out there and enjoy yourself fish what you know i mean that's the main thing if you go out there on the weekend you catch bass Take that same mindset. Don't try to change what you're doing to fish with other people. Fish your game and, you know, what's your confidence. Because if you don't have confidence, I don't care if it, in anything, you know, in life in general. But if you're confident in a bait and it catches you best, then, my gosh, that's what you better be throwing. Amen. Mark Edwards, one of the best anglers here in West Virginia, boat, kayak, you name it, bank. He can catch a 20-inch smallmouth out of a mud puddle. That's <laughs> That's the way he speaks. He, you know, he, he'll tell you, you know, if you ain't got confidence in it, don't take it out. Throw what you're confident in, and you'll do just fine. Absolutely. But just like, so, I mean, go have fun. You know, see what you do, but just have a good attitude about it. Have fun. And fish the whole tournament. I mean, I bailed after four hours of an eight-hour tournament. I shouldn't have. It could have been the next cast that got me a big fish. It could have been the next three casts that you just you don't know. But I, I let the weather get to me and my mental game get to me, and I bailed out. Yeah, and I, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna bring up Mark again. It, him and his partner that fish tournament team terms together, Blaine Winters. Um, 
or I believe it's blue winners, they have won so many tournaments the last 10 minutes of the event because they've upgraded several inches, which was enough to throw them over the, the limit, not only individually, but in the team events. So they, they, they will preach, don't quit until your alarm goes off on your phone because you've got it set for the, the last cast. You know, and of course, a lot of guys, they'll set it for like three minutes before last cast. That way they'll know I got one last cast. And if I catch a fish, I got to get it in and get it photographed within the next minute, you know. So. Exactly. But yeah, that that's for me. I, I'm going to approach uh, Lake Norman on March 18th completely different. It's uh, going to be a completely different mindset and attitude. Well, buddy, I wish you the best of luck. Well, I appreciate that very, very much. Hey, buddy, I, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for uh, getting back with me and uh, nothing but love for you. You too. I appreciate it. I'll keep you posted. Sounds good. Thank you. Hey, that was my boy Brian Hughes from North Carolina. I appreciate him, appreciate him to no end for giving me a double take interview. Uh, we did an interview about an hour and a half ago, and my audio on this side was not working. Uh, his audio was fine, so I've got 30 minutes of video of him explaining his day versus me talking and all you can see is nothing. So that's just like fishing. When you're doing a podcast, you got to make sure all of your equipment is functioning. My mistake was, is when I called him, I changed the setting on the audio call to call him and not leave my settings alone here. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. If you're looking for other information in regards to some of the things that Brian said, we have podcasts here on the Paddle and Fan Podcast Network that do more information on these type of things, tournaments for new folks. And that would be something that Sean Lowry and uh, Susie Roloff do is bass fishing or noobs. Another uh, podcast is the mindset, and it talks about getting your mind right. It interviews guys about what they do to prepare. So take a look at those. Anyway, this is John Rapp, Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. Takeover Tuesday is done. Let's roll.